Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Hey wife, did you know that Anchor is sponsoring our show? Really? Don't we use Anchor to distribute our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, and we are on just about every other platform available as well, thanks to them. Why do we use Anchor as our podcasting service? Well, they make editing and distributing our show a breeze. What if one of our listeners wants to start their own podcast? Then they should head over to anchor.fm or download the app to get started. Awesome! You guys should go do that right now! Husband! Wife! 
Do you know what today is? I do. Do you know what today is? Today is Q&A Saturday. That's the one. It is. Yeah. So we had some questions. We did have some Qs. And now we're going to answer them? I have some As. You have some As. Yeah. Okay. So one of our questions was about the difference between Beelzebub and Ballzebub. Yeah. And the other one was about that guy who sacrificed his son and then the Israelis. I said Israelis. Yeah, no. That is not correct. Israelites. The Israelites. I apologize. That was so wrong. Yeah. Um, The Israelites um, were like, oh, sorry you're mad at me and I'm winning. Bye. Right. And we were like, what? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's go answer some cues. Okay. All right. Hey, wife, do you like coffee in the morning? I sure do, husband. Morning, noon, night, which reminds me, I need to add that to our grocery list because we're running low. Wait, before you do that, check out the website ungodlybrew.com where you can purchase a pound of your favorite flavor of coffee. What if I want more than one pound? Either order a larger amount or better yet, get 10% off by setting up a subscription for every two weeks or a month or whatever works for you. Did you set up something special for our listeners? You know I did. Exclusive for our listeners, get an additional 10% off subscriptions by entering the code SACRILEGIOUSCOFFEE at checkout. That's a hellishly good deal. Ungodly Brew is hellishly good coffee. Okay, so about Beelzebub and Ballzebub. Beelzebub and Ballzebub. <laughs> and also Beelzebul. And Beelzebul? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so here's the short answer. All right. They're the same. Got it. Okay. Yeah. You want a little bit more details on that, I though? suppose. Sure, let's do it. Okay, so Beelzebub and Ballzebub yeah. are the same, and they are associated with the Canaanite god Baal. Okay. Okay? Yeah. And then Beelzebul is another one that we see somewhere at some point at some point down the road and that is derived from a philistine god oh interesting and um beelzebul is also the same name as satan okay got it beelzebul is yeah i thought because i've heard beelzebub associated with satan before they are kind of all it just depends on which part you're reading what thing you're reading got it okay so in christian times Lucifer came to be regarded as the name of Satan before his fall. Okay. So Lucifer was the angel. Got it. And then he fell, and then he became Satan. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, Satan is the prince of devils. Beelzebub is the lord of flies and the lord of dung. The lord of flies, huh? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. You never heard that? No. Oh. I knew and that dung, one of them huh? was the lord of flies. You are dumb. No, I said dumb. I said dumb. <laughs> well, then he said I'm dumb. <laughs> no, I, I did not. <laughs> well, you are, though. Oh, okay. But yes, dung like doo-doo. Got it. Okay? Yeah. And then Lucifer, of course, is the fallen angel of light, or the light bearer, or the morning star, or the herald of the dawn. Got it. Okay? So, so it sounds like even when it comes to who the fuck Lucifer, Satan, yada, yada, yada is, mm-hmm. there's a lot of confusion even there. It, there is. And... Um, sometimes it's all one entity. Sometimes it's um, various things that fall under like one, like Satan is the big one and all of the other ones fall under him. Sometimes they're all various demons and devils. Right. So it just. But it seems like in like, um, you know, just common vernacular today, mm-hmm. most of the it was bad in the Bible is also considered the devil. Right. Like, you know, like when right. we're just talking Beelzebub and 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 Lucifer and mm-hmm. um, 
you know, whatever. Like, they, they all kind of refer back to that same entity. So Yes, but I have um, a thing to push back on that a little bit. Okay. Like you said that um, with regard to the Bible that it's like the devil or the evil thing in the Bible. Sure, sure. In the Old Testament, Satan is viewed as the prosecutor of Yahweh's court. Interesting. Like, particularly... Um, the example given was the the book of Job. Okay. Um, he's not regarded as an adversary of God, Got but it. a tool of God and as the prosecutor. Like so that arm. He only became the devil devil because people misread him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then and then also the New Testament and um Christianity onward, um they had to have a bad guy. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like it's not our fault when we're evil. It's this, the devil's fault. The devil's fault. Right. And of course, there's the question of right, but the devil is something that God made. Right. So, right. You know, there's that argument back and forth, and that's yeah. where you get a lot of like current television that has a sympathetic view of the devil, or that um, like the show Lucifer. Right. You know, shows. Just this um, humanizing and, like I said, sympathetic take on it to, I mean, to try to make the story a little bit more palatable. Right. I mean, the devil did go down to Georgia. He did. Right. He did yeah. it, but he lost that contest he from did. what I heard. He did, yeah. So, um, Satan's task in that whole, uh, not an adversary, but just a prosecutor. Yeah. His task is to roam the earth seeking out acts or persons to be reported adversely to the king. Okay. So he's so, a tattletale, essentially. Yes. Okay. And his function, thus, is the opposite of that of the eyes of the Lord. So, like, the angels and stuff. Yeah. Which roam the earth strengthening all that is good. Got it. Okay. Except for that one time when they blocked ba- um, Balaam's passage and then almost killed him that was Balaam Balaam, yeah so he wasn't uh he wasn't strengthening anything there he was just ready to kill him yeah so again it just depends on what part of the bible you're reading right and also god sent the people of the the angels to destroy Mm -hmm. um what were the two cities the um uh, sodom and gomorrah yeah so they were they did not strengthen anything there other than you know god's a dick well yeah so one might say that they were um, supporting God by getting rid of evil. Sure. But I think that's a stretch. That is definitely a stretch. So through his subordinate demons, Satan can take possession of human bodies, oh. afflicting them or making them diseased. Interesting. And that's where you get shows like what we're watching currently on Paramount is evil. Right. And it is so good, you guys. It's actually an award-winning show. Oh, I didn't realize that. I didn't either. Yeah. I mean, there are some things that were, as far as right. quality, that we were well, like, eh. Okay. That's fine. Let's just say the acting is phenomenal. Right? right. The right. acting is phenomenal. Some of the characters, like the daughters, we just are like, Ugh. stop. Just yeah. stop. Yeah, we, the daughters are we trash. We hate the daughters. We hate the way the daughters are written. The actresses are fine, and... The daughters would be fine if they were written less annoying. Right. And um, the main character girl is not defined enough in her agnosticism and in her 
possession yeah, or I whatever. Think, I think that's where it lacks is the, the writing has fallen a little short here and there. Yeah. Like, it's a good enough show, but, like, the writing falls short occasionally. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's it. But this is not a review about the, the show Evil. No, so. I just really like to talk about TV. Right. Because I watch it. Right. So, okay. And, you know, we're talking about the devil. And so it's interesting to talk about what kind of shows that paint the devil in various lights. Right. So, you know, in, in the show Lucifer, we've got the devil is this nice guy who was misunderstood. You right. know, and then in Evil, it's definitely this adversary and the Lord of Flies, and he is very evil. Right, right. So it's just interesting that this one entity can create so much storyline and diversity in personality. Well, and TV likes to write about the devil a lot more than they do about God. Well, sure. Generally speaking, I would say. Good is boring. Good, good <laughs> is kind of boring, yeah. So, okay, that was that question. Okay. So the next question was um, the three kings, uh, Jehoshaphat, and I forget who the other two were, um, they joined up and they were going to attack the Moabites. Okay. Remember? Yeah. And then the Moabite king was like, oh, no, we're losing or whatever. And so he's like, I'm going to um, kill my son. I'm going to, like, sacrifice him and stuff. Right, right. Right? Yeah. And so we were like, wow, what? That escalated quickly? Jesus Christ. Right. So that act showed how desperate the king of Moab was following his defeat on the field. Okay. okay? Yeah. And he did this to honor his pagan gods. Okay. And to show his own people his de determination to defeat, to prevent defeat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was a show of strength that he did this, not desperation. Sure. Okay? I get that. And hold on. I'm not done. Okay. Okay. So when the Israelites saw this, particularly Jehoshaphat, they were like, Jesus Christ, this guy's not going to quit. Like he just sacrificed his own fucking son to pagan gods. Right. And so they realized at that point that they could keep fighting and they could knock down a lot, but they were never going to be able to match that amount of will because mm. to Jehoshaphat was of God or whatever, yeah. but he was still not all in. Right. And the other two were not God at all. Right. They were right. all kind of bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't have this. Well, we've got God on our side, so we'll just keep fighting. But God was technically on their side. Technically, but not, they didn't trust in him. You know what I mean? They were not godly so, people. Okay, and, that, and that's fine. That's fine. But like in the past, though, and this is what bothers me, I guess, is that in the past, if God was on the side of whoever, generally mm -hmm. the Israelites, right? Mm -hmm. And then somebody questioned their faith by not doing what was expected of them, mm -hmm. they would be punished. Absolutely. But here's the thing. They did not reach out and ask God for help, and they were not instructed in any way. So they weren't disobeying because they hadn't asked for help. Okay. They were just stumbling around in the dark doing their thing. Got it. So, like, essentially, God's not very much in control right now. Mm-mm. Like, God is kind of secondary to even, like, pagan gods and stuff. Yeah. And, and that is a big deal. Like, even the Bible is admitting it by saying this pagan god... Was sac like they, this this king sacrificed mm -hmm. his son to this pagan god, and the Israelites stopped in their tracks and yeah. fucking quit fighting. Yeah, because this god, this according to what was written, mm -hmm. this god and and the possibility of it existing or whatever 
was more powerful mm -hmm. than Yahweh. Because they were not fully on board with Yahweh. No, I get it. I get so, it. But, like, it's literally in the Bible that yeah. God essentially was defeated by another God. In, yes and in, no. In, in a was, way. It was the people's lack of faith and lack of living correctly. The people were defeated by the pagans. Their, yeah. The people's lack of faith was defeated by this other guy's absolute faith. Got it, got it. Misplaced, but still strong. It just it just strikes me. It it, it doesn't help boost the argument for God, though. No, like absolutely not. In any not. way whatsoever. Absolutely not. Because it's just, it, it, it stinks of weakness to me. It's, it it's, does. It's it not. It really does. Uninvolvement is weakness to me. Right. Now, I mean, there's no, there's no way that we have, there's nothing that we have read thus far that brings me anywhere near believing in God. Right. Like, in, in fact, most of this has just been trash shit that I'm like, I wouldn't even believe in you if you did exist because fuck you. Right. You know? Right. But like, when I read stuff like this, I'm like, how, why, why do we never hear about any of this kind of stuff? Like, why is this never discussed? Why don't we talk about these weak points where God was weak? You know, like this would be at the very least, if, if priests and, and pastors brought this up and talked about it, it could allow for failure. It could allow for not perfect, right? Well, and, the way that they would spin it, though, would not be what you're saying. It wasn't God being weak. <clears throat> it was man being weak. Right, but the way I view, like, okay, the way I view the way God is portrayed in churches is essentially the way that um, swimsuit models are towards, you know, young women who are worried about their image. Okay. Like, sorry, that, that's a, this is a long walk, I guess, but like, no, I'm 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 here to follow. Yeah, no, you, yeah, I got you, I got you. So they portray God in such a way that, you know, for people that don't read the Bible, the way God is portrayed and Jesus is portrayed is that your love has to be perfect and all encompassing, and you have to accept and yeah, like it's got to be perfect. You got to be all in, right? But that's not really the case if you actually read the entire Bible. The entire Bible says, well, you can be perfect. Like, I mean, Solomon, for example, mm -hmm. he was perfect up until that last fucking chapter in the book, mm -hmm. right? When suddenly he had a thousand wives or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, God loved this dude. Like, he was all about Solomon, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden he's bad. But there's also been people that fuck up and they're like, but I'm going to, you know, that have been working for the wrong side and they're like, I, you know, bow to your, because I saw his power and then God accepts them. Right. But then he also curses entire generations. Like, there's just no consistency. There's no consistency that we can see, yeah. Right. And it's just, it's it crazy makes it, it makes it very difficult to try to have any sympathy for this character, much less for those who choose to follow him. Right. And all I'm saying is that the way that God is portrayed to, you know, churches and to the people that follow churches mm -hmm. is that it's a perfect god it's a god that deserves all of your love and all your respect and all your and, you know all the things mm -hmm. and all the money right <laughs> definitely all the money but if they if they taught the flaws as well and 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 i'm not even saying you have to be like anti-god but like if you taught the flaws that are inherent in the bible as well you could maybe allow for people not to have this like crazy view about what they have to do in life in order to win God's love. Right. You know, it's it's just a over 
I don't know. It, it's too much. It's too much to live up to, and and it's just not. You don't even have like the Bible allows for other things to be said that you could say and say, well, yes, he's fuck. Even God's fucked up, right? You know, like right. And and even God, even people that were there when he was around didn't fully believe. Like you know, right. I understand. Like you. You can be understanding to someone who doesn't fully understand and doesn't believe because you can say, well, I understand because I've read the Bible and this is where this happens. And, yeah, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm just saying, like, I, I think that it's just not there's no room for error in Christianity. You have to. Right. All, it's all love for God. Well, and that is something that I can say on a personal basis with my parents. Um, they think that um, the People who are like Jesus freaks yeah. and who are really into the peace and love of Jesus and forgiveness and all that. Right. That they're wrong because yeah. that is a just do your best to be a good person attitude. And they're like, no, it's more than that. Right. You have to do all the God all the way. And but I'm even like, they haven't read all the Bible because right, clearly. they're not doing all. Like I could, if, if we really wanted to, I could take your parents' actions, even just around us. Mm -hmm. And I could say, this is not godly. This is not like, I guarantee you have mixed threads in your fucking shirts. Yeah. I guarantee you've done this, that or the other. Well, the thing is, is their kind of Christianity. They, they want to say that they are living by the old Testament rules without living by the old Testament rules. But they also want to say, that they are with Jesus and Jesus is Lord and King and blah blah blah, but that also Jesus is is too weak. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like No, they, they want, want their cake and eat it too. Yeah. And and it doesn't really matter because they're not actually the ones reading the Bible. They're right. reading the bits that somebody tells them to read. Sure. And then they're saying that they agree with the, they essentially think they've read the I, I guarantee if we talk to your parents mm-hmm. and ask them if they read the Bible, they would say yes. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. Yeah, absolutely. But I also guarantee in the same breath, they have not read the entire Bible. At least if they have, not in the straight through method. No. And not without a coach nearby. Right. Like, I absolutely you may have touched every section, but you haven't read the Bible. Right. No, I totally agree with you on that. So, I don't know. I, I just It's very frustrating. It really is. Because we're trying to find a way to understand. Like, we're trying to come mm-hmm. into this story and this world and be like okay give give me your best case you know present yourself and at this point i feel like i'm just holding out for the new testament because i'm like i got nothing man this is is crap yeah definitely i mean we're having fun with this sure i'm enjoying doing what we're doing you know and i love i love learning about it because it just it it reinforces my beliefs Uh, it reinforces my belief that there is no god you know and it's just there's no way there's no fucking way i agree that's 100 percent. that's all i got I'm i started out i started out agnostic and now i'm pretty hard atheist yeah yeah i mean that's how far i've come <laughs> <laughs> so there you go <laughs> well it's it's this wonderful idea right like you mm-hmm. just on the side it's like yeah okay god sure well, uh, mostly my agnosticism wasn't like I allow for possibilities so much as that I'm like, well, in my personal life, it doesn't really matter one way or the other. Right. Like, But you I, don't even want to be associated with this fucker, do you? Uh-uh, no, no. I'm right. like, no, there's absolutely no God because this God of this book is just human trash. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Definitely. All right. 
we're going on a bit yeah. here, so we're going to go ahead and cut this off, and yeah. we will be back tomorrow with uh, Sacrilegious Book Club. That's the one. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow for the book club and the wrap-up, and then we'll be back on Monday with... Second Kings Chapter 6. See you guys. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.